Welcome to Explain It for uh, the first Sunday of Lent. And uh, the text is The Temptation of Jesus in Matthew chapter 4. Now it's interesting to note about this, uh, this text that there is, a, there is a timing here and uh, a timing in two different ways. Uh, right after Jesus is baptized and right after he fasts for 40 days. Uh, we're going to learn that there's this same tempter who comes, the serpent, and he's going to use the same uh, tactics and schemes. And that uh, though he may tempt us with uh, 1,000 different arts, as uh, Luther would say, uh, the triune God and uh, the Word of God is master of 100,000 more. So the text says in Matthew chapter 3 that as soon as Jesus was baptized, uh, he went up out of the water, and at that moment heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and uh, it landed, and the text says it was lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased." And then it says, immediately Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. So that's the first reference uh, to the timing of the temptation. Uh, Immediately after Jesus is baptized, he's led out into the desert to be tempted. So in baptism, we can see that really uh, the battle begins. Uh, When Jesus is baptized, when the Father declares him to be his son, his ministry starts and the battle begins. So also with us, that when we are baptized, uh, we are put right into the middle of the conflict. Now, uh, Martin Luther, in his baptismal rite, uh, had these words that he would uh, that he would say before a baptism. Uh, it would start really with this idea of an exorcism. He would say, "Flee, you evil spirit, and make room for the Holy Spirit." Immediately, there's a there's a conflict. Do you renounce the devil and all his works and and all his ways? And the answer uh, by those who are bringing the the child to be baptized are, we do. And then uh, the child um, or the individual being baptized receives the sign of the cross, marking them as one redeemed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, And at that moment, then uh, they are brought into the they are brought into the family of God. Uh, born again of water and of the Spirit, saying, "This is my son. This is my, this is my daughter." And so that's the the first uh, reference to uh, timing of the temptation. As soon as Jesus is baptized, he is led out into the desert to be tempted. Uh, the battle begins. Now he fasts. Uh, he fasts for forty days, and uh, the text says he was hungry. Um, there are these vulnerable moments, right, for the, the tempter to come, and, uh, and one of them is weak, and another one is a time of strength. Both, both are uh, very uh, vulnerable moments. Uh, the one where one is weak uh, and tired and alone, we see here in the temptation of Jesus. He fasts for 40 days. He's alone in the wilderness. He is, uh, he is tired. He's hungry. But also you could say that temptation comes when one is strong. You hear, you hear this voice thundering from heaven, this is my son. And perhaps there's a, the temptation in our lives to think that we are strong. Uh, we get, become prideful and think that we are untouchable. 
Now, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, uh, again, the text says he was hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Now, he was hungry. That's a, a full picture of the humanity of Jesus, our brother in every way. Uh, he's hungry. He's tired. Um, he suffers. Uh, he says, I thirst from the cross. Uh, he ultimately dies. Uh, he's put into the grave. So in all things, Jesus himself is, is our brother. He is uh, like us in every way. Uh, and we're going to find like us in every way, except without the sin. But he's also declared uh, to be the Son of God. The voice from heaven said, uh, this is my Son. But this is going to be the uh, attack of the evil one. Now, we hold fast to this beautiful gift that we have a brother who is fully human, but also our great high priest. Hebrews chapter 4 says, we don't have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without the sin. And we see that in the temptation of Jesus. Fully human, our brother, tempted in every way, just like we are, but also without the sin. And so he can become our great high priest. The promise then is that we can approach the throne of grace with great confidence so that we might receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need, in our time of temptation as well. So he was, he was hungry, the text says. The temptation now comes from the evil one, if you are the son of God. So he fasts for 40 days. He's tired. He's, he's hungry. He's alone. And now the tempter comes with that little phrase, if you are the Son of God. This is his, his scheme. This is his, uh, uh, the, the way that he never uh, stops coming against the children of God, always trying um, to question whether you are a son, a daughter of God. He does it with Jesus. He does it with us. But the voice from heaven said at the baptism, this is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. And so also we can fight with our baptism saying, no, God declared me to be his son. He placed his, his name upon me, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I am, I am a child of God. I am a son. I am a daughter of, uh, of the triune God. So it's the same, it's the same serpent uh, that we're going to find out was in Genesis chapter 3. And he's going to come with the same scheme. Uh, always questioning whether you, you are a part of the family of God and always uh, getting you to doubt, even to twist God's word. Did God really say? So the Old Testament lesson is Genesis chapter 3. And it says there that the serpent was more crafty than any of the, the wild animals the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, did God really say? You must not eat from any tree in the garden. Well, God did speak, and God was very clear. But here's the devil trying to, to twist God's word, to um, make us question God's word. The temptation uh, then comes. Uh, Jesus is hungry, 
and the tempter comes and immediately knows, let's go for the vulnerable point. He's hungry, and he says, well, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And so the devil uses, again, the same schemes. He, he goes after the, the passions of life. We're going to find he, he goes after this, uh, this sense of position and also possessions. But with each temptation, we're going to find that Jesus fights the devil with God's word. It is written. It is written, Jesus says, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so the devil, for a moment, is put in his place. But then the devil takes him to the high place, uh, the holy city, uh, at the highest point of the temple. And again, he says, if you are the Son of God. He keeps using that, that phrase, if you are the Son of God. Well, take advantage of your position then and throw yourself down. For it is written, and he even quotes the scripture, he quotes Psalm 91, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. So he takes the scripture, the very word of God, but he twists it. And Jesus answers him with scripture saying, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil is put in his place. There's a third temptation. So after the the passions of life and taking advantage of your position, um, he tempts him with all of the possessions of the world. Verse 8, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And then Jesus said, well, all this I will give you, he said. Uh, The devil said to him, all this I will give you uh, if you will bow down and worship me. But Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Now, interesting, right? The devil is trying to give Jesus all of the possessions of this world, but they are not his to give, because standing in front of him is the Son of God. And the scripture says that he, along with the Father and the Holy Spirit, was involved in creating all things. So all things belong belong to Jesus. But the devil's trying to give him something that doesn't even belong to him. I'll give you all these things. And Jesus says, away from me, Satan. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Perhaps you could even see it as, as, uh, as Jesus speaking directly to the devil. You are to worship me. You're to bow down and to serve me. Well, the text says there, verse 11, then the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. Martin Luther, in his uh, large catechism, wrote these words. It's a paraphrase. Um, uh, But he said something like this, The devil may be the master of 1,000 arts, but the triune God and his word are master of 100,000 more. So it's not a fair fight, right? The devil comes and and he is a, a, a tempter, a schemer, a liar, And he comes with his 1,000 arts. But God, the triune God, and his word are master of 100,000 more. Now, Luke chapter 4, it says that when the devil had finished uh, all this tempting, he left him. He left him for an opportune time. Now, we know that this opportune time is another place where Jesus is weak 
and tired and alone. And this opportune time is at the cross. Matthew chapter 27, it says that two robbers were crucified with Jesus and one was on his right and one was on his left. And those who passed by were, they were hurling insults at him and they were shaking their heads and they said, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross. And then the phrase, come down from the cross if, if you are the son of God. So there is Jesus. He is thirsty this time. Not hungry, but thirsty. He's dying. And the voice comes through the crowd, the devil's voice, if you are the Son of God, come down from the cross and save yourself. Jesus does speak words, and and note one of them is, Father. Father, forgive them. Well, if you are the Son of God, the, the crowd is yelling. And what is Jesus Cry back, Father, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He cries out, I thirst, a full picture of his his humanity. He cares for his mother, uh, even in his dying. He says, woman, behold your son. He says to the thief on the cross, today, today you'll be with me in paradise. He cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The full weight of, of sin upon Jesus in this moment cries out, it is finished. And he finally cries out, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Now again, Hebrew says, we don't have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without the sin.